Hey guys, this is Sean. Uh, just wanted to let you know that uh, there's a couple of times that we're going to talk about this being the first episode of season two, and it's uh, obviously not if you look at the title. But with that being said, we have one more episode, and then season two does begin. So, yay, and otherwise, happy holidays, guys. Yo, guys, welcome back to the Why Are We Watching This Podcast. This week, I inherited a haunted house, and Zach's a humanoid hellbat because we're watching House. To my good friend, Johan. Yo guys, welcome back to the Why We're Watching This Podcast. What up? I'm Sean. I'm Zach. And this week we're watching 1986's House. This movie, a quick rundown. Roger, a popular author, inherits his aunt's home when she commits suicide and begins to be haunted. Oh, excuse me. When she commits suicide and he begins to be haunted by flashbacks of his time in the Vietnam War and his missing son. (gasps) Spoiler alert. Thank you. Fuck, man. This is good. I'm on it. You guys, you guys don't know this, but we're pretty much, like, done with the season. Yeah, it's like, wrap-up of season one. Yeah, we're, I mean, we have to, a couple of things we gotta do, Now we have pretty much it. Now we have to release this one last, because otherwise this is gonna be stupid. So that, um, so this movie came out in 1986, like I said, it's an hour and 33 minutes, it had a budget of three million dollars, and can you guess what it made in the box office? Six. 22.1 million. Holy shit. Yeah, this movie definitely made its money back. Um, it was directed by Steve Miner, and the story was by Fred Decker. Now, we know Fred Decker from the Monster Squad. Yeah, I knew <clears throat> I knew that vo- that voice. Uh, I knew that name was, like, super familiar. I was like, and it's funny because when I was watching this, I was like, oh, that'll be a thing in my notes. I was like, oh, Fred Decker. But it was going to be a joke because, like, I don't know who that is. But, yeah, no, so he, uh, he wrote Monster Squad, which is a movie that Last season we covered, that would have been probably my favorite movie last season. Oh, I don't even remember what we watched last week. Well, it's funny that you say that. Because or I mean the week... Uh... No, you're good. Uh, <laughs> um, so, so last season, we'll do a quick wrap-up for everybody out there. If this is the first episode, thank you for tuning in. Thank you. And uh, for some of the episodes in our back catalog, we have Conan the Barbarian, The Monster Squad... House. Okay, by, today. by the time... Also, we, Krampus and Trick or Treat. By the time people are... Li- now, this has to be. Uh, <laughs> by the time... Like, I'm you've, like, I'm like, you've, like, <laughs> fucked yourself, dude. You did the, like, op... No, actually, you did exactly what uh, uh, what Fox did when they released uh, X-Men Origins Wolverine. You just, like, <laughs> fucked up everything you've been trying to build. <laughs> Like, you presented something so cool, and then you fucked it all up. You just Deadpooled it. We'll cut that. Um, it's just like, well, what's the point? They're going to be able to see our fucking catalog. <laughs> Chronologically speaking, as far as we are sitting here today, the third movie in a row from 1986 that we've covered. <laughs> nice, dude. That's, that's awesome. That's cool. That was totally unintentional. But also, uh, Monster Squad only came out the next year. Oh, yeah. So I'm like, damn, dude, Fred Decker has got his nose to the fucking typewriter. He's, <laughs> like, really bumping him out. Dude, he had to make that Monty. Now, Steve Miner, I said, was the director. Um, he directed Friday the 13th, 2 and 3, Halloween H2O, and 
Lake Placid. Nice. Yeah, I was like, oh, no. Fuck yes. Lake Placid is the shit. We will be doing that this season for sure. Oh, for sure. Uh, this movie is rated R, so leave the kids at home by themselves. Yeah. Um, <laughs> leave the kids at home. Where else are you going to fucking see this movie? Drive-in theater. Uh, 1986. Maybe. It is, this movie, before actually I say this, this movie is uh, 6.2 stars on IMDb. Okay. This movie was labeled horror comedy. Do and? you agree or disagree with this? Like 10,000% agree. Okay. Now, so do I, but I have to, I'm have. i really curious if we agree for the same reasons that it's a comedy. <laughs> now I'm kind of like interested in what you're talking about. Um, like, oh, wasn't it hilarious when he shot his ex-wife? Okay, yeah, that I thought was great. It was that meta. Was so funny, dude. No. Um, but that scene was kind of like brutal, honestly. No, uh, it was brutal and it was good. And I thought it was going to go one way and then it didn't. And I was like, Oh, interesting. Okay. I'm going to say, dude, this movie, uh, actually, this movie, uh, I had never seen, I had never seen this whole movie before, but I had seen parts of it. So Same. that was why I, I picked it. I watched, uh, it's funny cause I almost picked it before this because I was like, Oh cool. This will kind of show like, you know, something I wouldn't normally pick. Sure. And we kind of been on that kick. Um, and I started, I actually started, because I started to watch it first. And it's funny because I was like, in my head watching it, I was like, oh, no, it's. Um, but I started watching it. Nia was on the couch with me playing Sims. Um, and I put it on. And I was like, we're going to watch this cool ass old 80s horror movie. She's probably going to love it. Uh, I'm probably going to love it. And then it'll be cool. And then she's seen a movie she hasn't seen. And, like, I don't know, uh, how far into the movie is the scene where you see him jump in the pool after his kid? Oh, God, is it, like, know, 20 minutes? like, half an hour in. Oh, is, okay. Yeah. So, we got, like, half an hour in, and I kind of, like, turned it off. But, like, she was like, what is this movie? I was like, it's called House. It's, like, a it's a horror movie from the 80s. I was like, it, it seemed kind of interesting, so I wanted to watch it. Um, but, I. Uh, so I didn't get any of the crazy shit by the time I turned it off. Sure. So this, I will give this movie a lot of credit in the sense that I had no idea that it was going to go the direction it went. Same. Like at all. And, Same. And having said that, having said I'd seen, I'd seen some scenes in this movie, there are some scenes in this movie, some like um, reveals, some monster reveals that, yeah. I do, that I do remember, but I don't think that I'd ever like sat down and watched and, like, this comprehended movie. what you were like seeing. Right. And so... Um, oh man, I, I didn't really know what I was getting into with this movie. I just knew what, that it existed. And I remember vaguely seeing the, um, the cover on like VH, VHS and Blockbuster when I was a kid. Yeah. I feel like the, uh, I feel like the, uh, the cover was very familiar. I was like, I feel like I've seen this, but it's, it's also very odd. The like disembodied hand pressing the doorbell on the, um, oh, I thought it was, re- yeah, yeah, I thought it was like reaching for a doorknob, but, um, or maybe it is on the doorknob. No, I think it's the doorbell. Um, yeah, like, uh, in, well, and by that, it's cool. Cause it kind of like gave me like evil dead vibes. Me too. Honestly, uh, just the cover, not necessarily the whole movie. Sure. Although, uh, Maybe the whole movie too. The, some of the effects in this movie, I definitely felt like had a little bit of an Evil Dead, um, not effects, but just like monster design. I felt like was, yes, maybe a little bit influenced by like Evil Dead, but also just like really Lovecraftian. Well, and also just like, man, what's like fucking crazy that we can make that's gonna be like horror? Cause like, by this time we've had the thing, and 
uh, when did Pumpkinhead come out? Did it come out before this? I want to say it was like after, maybe this year, same year. Okay, so I can't really say unless this movie for sure came out after. Well, yeah. with production, probably not. But um, I said production really weird. Uh, but like you know the the thing uh, I'm sure Basket Case was out by this point. What's oh, what year did that come out? I have no. And idea. so that uh, but those are I mean that's what I mean is like it was just like original horror '80s like uh, you know props and stuff and it well Basket looked Case really is good too. Basket Case came out the same year as the thing. Boom. So there you go. You have those two movies. Not that Basket Case is great, or even like that the effects are that good, but they weren't terrible. And uh, it's just, but it's it's more about like the theme and the style, and just like here's this crazy thing, and we made a prop for it, and the prop looks really good, and it captures a lot of detail and looks really good. Maybe not if you were sitting and staring at it being still or like sure. a person, but like the way they shoot it and everything is like, whoa, that like that legit uh, moment where he opens the closet at midnight for the first time. Well, that like scared the shit out of me. I was like, whoa, fuck. Not because well, I think it's a scary thing, but just because like how they shot it and everything. No, but I think that actually that scene, I thought that monster was scary. Like in design, it was very scary looking, but yeah, we actually do get kind of an example of um, like not a great uh, prosthetic in the beginning when, it's the ant hanging. I mean, it looks like her, so I'll give it. Oh, them that. I thought it was really good. But they linger on it for so long that it's very like clearly fake. Because I don't know, it just looks. I fake. didn't. I it looks honestly, like I I completely disagree. Really. Um, and I think it's just because I loved how that whole shot went. In reality, it doesn't really make sense that she's swinging around. Well, in that <laughs> he doesn't see her until she swings in the frame. Yeah. But that's what made it so good as a movie and watching right. it as this, per, like, knowing I'm watching a movie and it's like, I I love that kind of shit. So, sure. like, I thought that was really good. I loved how he was like, I don't remember her name, but he's like, oh, like, looking for her and he comes it's, in and he's like, kind of, yeah, and he's kind of looking around and then she swings in the frame and that, that fucking got me too, sure. even though I had already seen that. Well, that's funny because that, that actually got me the, I watched this movie twice before this okay for the podcast um the first time it got me second time obviously i knew it was coming because it was within two days so i kind of was yeah like, see i tried watching this maybe like a two months ago or something um, or maybe a month ago so her name is mrs hooper which reminds me clear clear reference toby hooper texas chainsaw massacre mm-hmm. he directed that movie um the reality company that has the house is craven reality Oh, really? Wes Craven. That's and cool. I, there were just little things like that in this movie. I was like, this movie is just. I so didn't pick like, up those little details. It wasn't really paying that close attention. It was just it. little things, you know. Um, I did notice. Uh, oh, uh, there was one thing that I wanted to uh, bring up, and uh, now I can't remember. I, I'm i going to say, too, I loved the ants' paintings. Yes. They're like these Hieronymus Bosch paintings. I don't know if you know those. Oh, that's, but... that's exactly what I was going to bring up. Um. Uh, when you first see the painting of that woman that's just like hovering, it's all the uh, shed tools right, around her. Right. And then also he finally reveals that other part of it, and it's his son trapped in the mirror. Totally. It's like, oh shit. Yeah. No, that was cool. That like reveals everything. And um, there's the painting on the wall that the kid kind of stops and looks at, and later um, the when the police are in the house. See, I didn't. I I, I didn't really realize that was too early i think of the movie to where i didn't 
catch uh, that one because I didn't know. Gotcha. I know it was going to be linked necessarily, so I don't even remember what that painting looked like. Yeah, so there's, there's like, three, I think, in the movie. Because there's one of the woman in the doorway. Right. It's her. It's her. Right, obviously. But then you see, like, a cloth being stretched around. It's, like, kind of this, uh... I think it's M.C. Escher that did it. Uh, yeah, it's very... You know, Escher. like, the bent clocks and right. stuff. Was that M.C. Escher? I, or, no, I think Escher actually did the, um... He did, like, the... the stairs. Uh, the stairs. Right. Who did the clocks one? Ooh. Where they're, like, bent. Is it Salvador the... Dali? Probably. I don't know. It looks really cool. It's interesting. Salvador Dali. A dude was, like, probably on, like, acid or <laughs> ayahuasca or something. Hey, he painted Ellie. that. Yeah. Um, the fun stuff. Um, so the reason I brought up the whole comedy thing is I think the comedy lies in kind of like little things in this movie. I I will say like, well, when I say little things, I mean stuff that you almost wouldn't notice in other movies, like the way people are talking to each other and how he constantly is being cut off every time he opens his mouth. Like someone will ask him a question and then as soon as he goes to answer, they're like, oh yeah, great. And then just gotta keep talking to him. Well, okay. And so the first time we really get that. Well, maybe not the first time, but the first time I really, like, noticed a part that, like, made me chuckle. Like, I was like, oh, that was, like, that was pretty good. Was when he meets his neighbor and he's like, oh, she's a crazy bitch. And then he's like, she was my aunt. And he's like, oh, horrible, horrible, so sad. And, like, that was hilarious. But I was like, okay, that's just going to be some of your comic relief, though. I didn't necessarily think yet that this was going, that this was like a horror comedy. Right. Because I mean, I feel like, I feel like to have it to like, kind of keep people like off their toes and whatnot, uh, you know, to really get them with like the scary stuff, you gotta like have that humor in there to like brighten people up and then you just like bring it fucking down. I know. I agree with that. And I think that it's funny because a lot of comedians, um, and then also like horror writers will say that like horror and comedy are pretty much the same. It's set up punchline, yeah, and so it's kind of the same with horror. You're setting yeah, it up. It's like and comedy then it's the is jump. tragedy, though. Exactly. That whole that old like rule. It's right. it's it's literally like the same story. Just how do you play it? It's out, how you right? perceive it. Exactly. Um, or how it's represented. Or but whatever. so the first time I noticed um, people kind of being like off the rails with the dialogue is uh, the funeral scene. So when he's at the funeral for his aunt, and there's the older man next to him that's talking to him. It's his uncle, I think. Uh, I thought it was just some random dude. Or no, it is. It's like her a friend of his aunt because he says, um, "Your aunt wasn't crazy because she hung herself." He says, "Your aunt wasn't crazy. My wife, she's crazy, <laughs> but your aunt wasn't crazy. She wouldn't do something like this." And I was like, "What?" I was like, "What conversation I, I, is this?" Okay, so I uh, watched this very late last night. Sure. Um, and also my sound bar cut out randomly for some reason has been doing that it's weird um and uh so like i couldn't hear all that stuff clearly and i couldn't have it too loud because it was like as soon as i had it at a level where i could hear everything clearly it's not too loud there comes a part with like music Music, or a fucking crash or something and it's like the loudest fucking thing in the apartments and i'm like cool and turning it down so for most of the movie i didn't really like get a lot of dialogue just because there was so much shit going on around it or whatever. See, and there's a lot of the dialogue is where it's people are like, oh, how are you doing today? And then as he's going to respond, they're like, oh, good, 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 good. And they just keep talking over it. And yeah. then it's like, oh, man. Or like the scene where uh, 
he's in the shed with the um, the reality guy, and the dude just like shoots the harpoon like right next oh, to his head. Yeah, and, and he's, he's like, just like, oh, sorry. Yeah, I was like, whoa. Sorry, I almost fucking like took your eye out. Jeez. Or like hooked you like a bass. It was pretty brutal. Although I was like, oh well, uh, <laughs> Deus Ex harpoon gun because that ends up being used later <laughs> yeah which was pretty Check cool Chekhov's harpoon gun uh, that was pretty cool I liked how that was used uh, do you think him getting cut off all the time is kind of like showing that people kind of forget that celebrities are people too and like they don't really you know most often than not they don't really like want to know them or whatever they just want something from them like a picture or an autograph or something well to show off to other people is that kind of that way of that like they they don't really care they just uh i don't know see so george went's character um who's the neighbor yeah uh, harold harold he his name was harold gives me kind of the impression that that's like what his character is kind of trying to say uh-huh. But at the same time, it's kind of hard to say because he does, like, make the effort to reach out to this dude's ex-wife to be like, hey, I think he's like, might hurt himself. Although I was like, this is pretty nefarious, dude. You just, like, it stole really his was. phone book and, like, his called, his book, called his ex-wife, said you were his friend, got her personal number. I was like, this is Which kind of... she was also like, oh, yeah, here's my okay, daytime number. Okay, but at the number. same time, like, if someone called you and was like, oh, look, hey, I'm Nia's, like, friend from the office like uh, she just got you know something's going on I, I i think maybe you should like talk to her or something well the reality that sets in is i know all our friends from the office so sure but in this case they were this you're, you're talking about ex-husband and ex-wife and we're talking like 80s where people probably weren't that paranoid about stuff like that well like, it's, it's pretty common to just know. like work with somebody sure <laughs> Exactly. And so take their word for it until like something turns the wrong way. It was kind of weird, but um I did I did think the George Went being in this movie was kind of fun cuz he's Norm from Cheers. I knew that dude was like familiar yeah. from something, but I had no idea and I didn't research it. So I was just like, where is this guy from? I was like, um, I know his voice, I know his face. He was hilarious in this movie though. It, this great. was very like the uh the Burbs with um uh, it was. Is it Mark DeCommon? Um, Rick DeCommon. Rick DeCommon. Yeah. I keep thinking it's Mark for some weird reason. Sorry. Yeah, so his... Him. Although I think I still like Rick DeCommon better. Oh, absolutely. No, yeah. he's way funnier. Uh, but at the same time, I think that movie is well more suited to have comedy in it. Absolutely. Because that was the thing. It was more of a comedy that just had, like, a horror twist. Sure. It wasn't Because it was mostly, comedy. like, the suspicious neighbors. Which... And then it turned out to be like, oh no, they're actually like, there's some shit going on. <laughs> well, but it, it's very similar in that way. You got that funny guy. He's also not like necessarily as good looking as your main guy. He's the comic relief. And, sure. But he, he cares as well. And... Dude, but I don't know. George went, uh, Harold does some weird shit in this movie. Like, no, absolutely. Showing up at like midnight and just coming into someone's house because you have food for them. Like, I don't know, bro. He was very intrusive. And um, it was very uh, um, discomforting. Did you, know, you like, did you see, um, there's another sort of, in my mind, cameo, but I'm sure for them it was more like an introducing of another actress. Uh, oh, uh, Tanya? No, 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 um, she was definitely a known actress, huh? Right. So Mindy Sterling is Frau Farbithana in the Austin Powers movies. 
she is in line at Rogers. She's book, the one that's all like, oh, I love your wife. Yeah, she's that's the right. One. Nia actually pointed that out the first time, and I was like, what? And then I looked it up, and I was like, oh shit! Yeah. I was like, I couldn't believe that because I saw her, and I was like, is that Ree Perlman? And then I was like, no. And I was like, oh, but I know her from something. And then I looked her up, and I was like, oh, okay, I thought I knew her. Uh, from I love something. her. She's so funny. She's great. Um, and then we also get sort of like a discount Wayne Knight scene. <laughs> this is, this, this, <laughs> Oh yeah, I, I was like, the guy what? that asks about his next book, and like you can tell he thinks it's lame. And yeah. Like, oh okay. I was like, what? Um, I love that scene, but it bothered me. Oh fuck! I remember what I was gonna like do all for the, the intro. like uh, Lost Boys as goth kids getting his book too. I was like, what is this? I loved that part of it though. To my good friend Johan. Oh uh, my god, I'm so glad. I was just like, what a cheesy dude. Like, and what a little bitch too. Like, you just go up and you're like. And that's such a weird... Uh, I guess it's not that weird from how people... It's just different, but it's not that weird how people go about celebrities nowadays. Sure. I feel like people probably do weirder shit now. But that's just a weird thing to me to, like, tell a writer you like to write to my good friend. Like, anyone's gonna believe that. Well, I think that But that, that was a thing common. back in the day. It was a pretty... Thing. And sometimes they would just do that. And that's when it's cool. Sure. When you meet someone, which I don't know if that's really happened to me. I don't think it has. But Although, when you, but I've seen that happen. When someone meets somebody and they write like a, a cool thing like that, like to sure. my to my great pal or something like that. You know what's and, funny though is until you saying this to me, that scene and I realized that dialogue was there and I heard it, but I never really comprehended what was being like said for yeah. them to write like. I, I know that that was the dialogue, but I never comprehended that they were saying, like, to my good friend, like, say that. Say that to people. Well, yeah. That's true. I never, like, acknowledged that that was what was being said. I just kind of was like, oh, that's funny. But then I was, but you're saying it's that now, like, and I'm like, oh, It's just like this very selfish person. They just want something to prove that they are tied to this person that they see is, you know, like, a higher tier than themselves. That is very interesting. I really never thought about that. Wow. Um, but I love that whole scene because I, I I liked all the people and it's all the weird people. Well, I didn't like all the people. Sure. But the people I did like in the line are like the punk and goth kids. Yeah, I love like the dude with the boys. I love the dude with the blonde like spike mullet with the was cool that, duster and he's was like that guy. Uh, possibly. I thought so, but then I I don't know. Wait, who who are we talking about? We're talking about the same person. No, 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 but what did, uh, I think maybe I misheard you. Did you say, was that a guy? Yeah. With the blonde hair? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That was a guy. That's the one that says. He was totally doing like a Lost Boys look. But he's the one that says. uh, He he just goes, great book, man. But there is a girl with like a mohawk, but she's kind of like, she's like, great book. And he's like, he's like, thanks. I like your hair. And she's like, thanks. Oh, that's Just kind of like acknowledges it, but she's not like. She's not like fangirling over it. Sure, and it's cool. Sure. She just like was like thanks and unlike that's fucking... cool. And it's cool that he actually said that to her. Sure, he probably he seems like an honest guy. He probably meant it. Well, like Harold's like the worst fan. He's got the book which he's read <laughs> the bits. I actually felt like that show. So uh, although the book was in bits, I feel like that kind of does show like a huge appreciation. Well, if yeah. you like it so much that you carry it around. Although, maybe it was premeditated. Maybe he already knew this guy lived there or something. Because one thing that was really confusing was that, yeah, they kept saying it was his aunt's house, but before they left, he lived there with his family. 
Or at least it seemed there. like it was because that's where the kid went missing from. Right, but it seems like it was his house and she was staying with them. I, I could see, be wrong I don't though. Know. Yeah, it's hard. That's why I thought maybe she was. They were just visiting or something. Maybe it's possible. But like they were all doing like different chores and stuff. So like I mean, then again, it's an old lady. You don't not do chores yeah. for them. Like if if they need stuff done. Yeah. But it it just seemed like he was just taking care of his own house though. Like so that's why I was like oh. But he has an apartment. Uh, yeah, but you never really see him there, except for, like, one... Or just well, like, in the beginning. Do you see him? But he's not there with, like, his wife or anything, right? right? Yeah, so... so that could be... Part oh, yeah, 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 because this is post that. Right. Which, although, was by it? the way... who's the girl he calls? Is it ex-wife. That was his ex-wife? Yeah. When she's like, I lost. Yeah. She looks so different from that moment and every other moment she's in the movie. I agree, because I was like, who is that lady? But it's the same woman. Okay, that's what I thought, but I was like, that doesn't make sense. She looks so different. Yeah. She had, like, she, which, I mean, I guess being an actress, yeah, probably, but she had, like, brown hair. Oh, maybe, maybe that actually happened or something, or they wanted her to be blonde, and, um, or she had to go brown or something, or I don't know. Well, and no, so they wrote that, like, kind of into the movie. Sure. I mean, it's possible. Yeah. That's the thing, is they just don't really, like, touch on that. Sure. Which, it's not necessary. I mean, she's also barely in this movie. Uh, yeah, but I would say she's critical to the. Well, movie. she's definitely a, like a, a pinnacle character. Yeah. Um. So yeah, well, when he is in his apartment, um, kind of before he ends up deciding to buy the house or keep the house rather. Um, he makes like a TV dinner. Yeah, he like throws it in the. Microwave. Doesn't take it out of the box. Well, that kind of got me thinking though. I was like, is that what they used to do? They used no. to cook them in the, the boxes. Same. You just take it out. Yeah. And you, you leave the wrap on or whatever, right? Well, you have to, like, cut it to let air holes in. Uh, sure. That's what it says on the box. Um, okay. <laughs> learn to read. Uh, Trying. Zach, you really need to learn to read. I, I know. Um, I've been saying this for years. Uh, although... So what caught me off guard about this scene was not the box, because that I was like, yeah, well, you know, it's a movie. People do. Uh, was it like the that. thirty minutes in the microwave? The thirty minutes in the microwave, yes, and the fact that when <laughs> he started typing the thirty minutes in, we start to see the seven thirty move over because they didn't set the time; they just typed seven thirty and walked away to make it look like it oh, was set to seven thirty. How do you do that with a microwave, though? How because do you ha- make the? Oh, because seven minutes and 30 seconds. Yeah. It automatically does the yeah. colon. I was Is just it like... colon with I, time? I was like, are we serious? <laughs> are we serious right now, guys? It would have been probably five seconds longer than the time. Okay. Um, <laughs> they didn't have time for that shit, dude. They're, people had to be paid, and they really did not want to pay them. So, so one aspect of this movie that I usually don't like in movies, but I actually love in this movies, um, are the flashbacks. Yeah, same. Because I, I like don't the, I like flashbacks in movies. I think it's kind of overdone, but it, it's pretty good in this movie. It's funny, though. It kind of seemed really obvious that it was, like, a set. Yeah. Um, but there were some things about it that, like, looked kind of real. But the, the... The gunfire stuff, I thought, was pretty brutal. With, um, not when... Ben goes down. But I was gonna say because like, it, when he's shooting that thing, there's parts where like nothing's it, coming out. Yeah. yeah. 
His scenes, not so much. But with the squibs on the um, the characters that are being shot, that he's shooting, that those parts are brutal because they're like blowing out and they're like yeah, flying. I back. love I shit like, like that. God. I love when it's like like hyper intense yeah, and like, like you're like, dude, <laughs> fucking blood makes the grass grow. I guess, goddamn. Fuck yeah, it does. Um, but I, I actually like. <coughs> I love the story and how it plays out and how it, the movie's kind of showing you, like, this really tortured dude who's, like... I love that part of it, dude, too. Dude, I was uh, like, this dude's life sucks. Like, yeah. he went to Vietnam. A, that sucks. Yeah. Uh, he saw His some experience shit. there was Seen fucking awful. Yeah. Um, came home. Things. His son got, like, kidnapped, essentially. Yeah, which they kind of play it up like the kid got kidnapped in that scene. Yeah, they do. Because when he runs around front, this car, like, speeds yeah, off. Yeah, it's like... And I was like, okay. But then, like, that is not the case at all. The kid, Well, like, and also, he just, like, gives up. If I saw a car do that, I would immediately think that was them. And, and I was like, why is he not running after them? Yeah. I will say, too, like, I, you know, I got kids. By the way, I got kids, y'all. If y'all want to help us out, maybe we have a sponsor by now. You listen to whatever I said about the sponsor, if we have a sponsor. Sponsor. Uh, also... Sponsor us. Sponsor. Uh, uh, if I say sponsor one more time, we'll get a sponsor. That's how that works. Sponsor. Um, that scene, like having kids, was like pretty intense, man. I was like, geez. Uh, only because, and I will tell this story. There was a time when I had both of my boys in my apartment. I was alone. Now, the way I set up... Um, the way I had kind of set everything up, I had the baby gate in front of the bathroom door, and the door was cracked open. And I could see through the, past the door, and if you walked past that door, that's how you get to the front door. I apparently was, like, looking down at my phone for a second or something, and both my boys walked past that, got to the front door, opened it, and walked out. Damn. I lived on the third story. Yeah. So, I, you know, I said one of the boys' names, didn't hear anything, and I was like, well, that's weird. Jumped up, um, ran out, they were in the living room, flew out the front door, and they were already, like, a flight down the stairs by themselves. Yeah. And the railings there were pretty open. Like, they could have definitely fallen. And my kids were, like, two and, like, one and two still. Really? One and two? Yeah. They hadn't turned two yet. I didn't realize, because it feels like it was forever ago. But Landon's only turning three this year. I know. Yeah. So... With that being said, the I way the kid, like, sense. disappears in this scene, I was like, fuck, man. It made you uneasy. Like, I was like, whoa, too close to home, because, like, that shit happens. Like, kids really can just go missing that quick, and it's not, like, it's not a loud experience. It just is quiet, and it just happens. Uh, yesterday, uh, at my apartments, um, I was throwing away some trash in this dumpster I'm not supposed to be tr- throwing trash in. <laughs> um, but it was closer to my car, so I mean, hey, <laughs> everyone else does it. Um, and I hear this noise, and it freaked me out because, like, I was not expecting to hear like people. Sure. And the this gate opens, and this oh, what it was, I think, is this dog got out and was like harassing this cat, and the cat was like making a weird noise, and that like made me like jump, and I was like, what the fuck is going on? Sure. Um, and I look over and then I see 
she's probably like two or three years old. The my neighbor's daughter come out too. The dog's just running around, and it kind of seems like it's trying to just play with the cat. It's not like hurting it or anything, but the cat's freaked out. And, oh, yeah. and then she's just like running around and laughing. And I'm, like, waiting for my neighbor to, like, be, like, come back or, like, come out and run after him. Yeah. That doesn't happen for a good couple minutes. Whoa. And I'm, like, oh, that's weird. And so, like, there's this, like, retirement home kind of behind the apartments, and that's the area that they're in. And um, and it's, like, people, like, fly up through that driveway, like, all the time. Some pet and, cemetery and, shit. And dude. anyone could just, like, uh, come and grab her, too. And, um, so like I went over there and I was like, Hey, come inside. I was like, come on, come on. And she, she listened to me. I was like, nice. Uh, I was like, that was a fucking like master moment. Made me feel good. Yeah. Uh, she goes in the door, uh, the dog follows and just runs back in. I was like, Oh hell yeah, dude. That's what's up. Nice. And then as she's closing the door, I see like the, the little lock thing is like, it just has this wire release. And it's, like, really, like, far down. Like, it's not hard for her to open that door. I can see why she got out so easy. Jeez. And so, like, I got him back in there, and I shut the gate. But I don't know if it was really latched or anything. And I went back around and told him, I was like, hey, uh, your daughter and your dog just got back out there. Um, but, like, I didn't tell him that I, like, like, also wrangled them back in. Oh. But it was kind of funny, too, because uh, he's like, oh, he's like, yeah, she just came back in. And I, was, and I didn't go, well, yeah, that's because I, like, told them to go back in and shut the gate. I didn't tell him that. Uh, but I was like, yeah, I just wanted to let you know, though. And uh, he's like, thanks. I, I really appreciate it. I was like, Dude, I, cool. like, I, I, get not wanting to, I, I get not wanting to do the whole, like, helicopter parenting thing where you're, like, constantly all around your kids. But there's Dude, you things... have to, like, they're a human yeah, being. Like, yeah, yeah. they're going to do shit. Like, they want, they want to explore, and you cannot fault them for that. They're just trying to learn. And, and so that's how they like, get, like, hurt or lost and, like... I don't know. It just scares me. I'm like, fuck, man. These yeah. are just little kids, and there's nefarious fucking people out there, and accidents <laughs> happen as well. Like, yeah. that's that's enough for me to be like, at least keep a fucking eye on them. Yeah. It, it was really funny, though, because uh, he still had the door open when I was walking back up the stairs, and she, like, came running by and was like, eh? And, and he was, like, talking to her or something. He's like, yeah, he told on you. Good uh, job. And I and that made me feel kind of, like, weird. I was like, oh, like, but it was funny. It made me adult. laugh. It made me LOL. Uh, but I was just more like, yo, your kid just got out because it's hella easy to get out of that gate, and this is not a good spot. Like, you guys should probably secure that fucking gate. But I didn't want to say that. And I haven't actually introduced myself to this neighbor, and I've lived by him, like, forever. Um, You know, I don't really know, like, our neighbors. Uh, that's different, though. You're, like, in houses. This is, like, an apartment, and I see him almost daily. You know, I only, I, 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 I only and really I always want to say, hey, you know, I've never introduced myself, so I'm waiting. Do you remember my old neighbors at my old apartment? Yeah, they were awesome. No, one of them was awesome. Well, one couple. Yeah. My other neighbors were not awesome. Uh, that's very true. So. I don't remember what they were like, though. Well, the lady next to us was, like, super, uh... Um, like conservative or no, no, no. <laughs> no what the hell? I, I don't know. I don't care. Like, oh, okay. Um, I have your opinion. I don't give a shit. But no, uh, no, she was super like passive aggressively, just a bitch. And I was oh. just like, God, I hate that. Like, just tell me if I'm doing something you don't like, bitch. I'll fucking change it, or I'll talk to you about it at least. That's funny. But she was just passive aggressive, bitch. And like, 
Uh, and then there was a guy on the bottom floor who... I can't fault him for this because he had a brain injury. Oh, that guy. Yeah, but he yeah, was yeah, just yeah. very tough to deal with sometimes. And also, yeah, he the guy odd, above cause... him was very weird. Uh, I don't think I really... Oh, I met that guy once, dude. too. Yeah. Okay, He's, yeah, like, I met all you Smoking a pack and a half of cigarettes a day. That dude was always puffing on cigarettes. Yeah. Um... Anyways, so I, all I'm saying is I don't blame you for not wanting to meet all your neighbors. I, I was, like, hoping someone wanted to leave me alone. Yeah, so. there's one lady that's like that, and it's, she's really weird. She, like, came down at, at the at the night of the wedding and was, like, uh, just really weird. It was, like, why did you just come do that? And she's, like, I gotta see pictures. And Ugh. I was, like, eh. Um, anyways, thank so, you for listening to our little therapy moment. Uh, I just want to say, if you're still listening to this, we, thank we, you so much. Some inside of the baseball, uh, it's uh, rubber bands. Yeah. We get to see a whole lot of writer's block scenes, and I am like, bro, <laughs> I relate. I have never related more. Oh, absolutely. Like, my God, especially as of lately. Yeah. I, um, I'm in the same boat. Um, it's tons of shit I've been trying to do, and like, I maybe get somewhere, and then I'm like, uh, what? <laughs> we also get like... The dopest V-neck. Yes, dude. Okay, that dude, V-neck you like, was hella I, chill, dude. So I sent Zach cool. a picture of this like two weeks ago, three weeks ago. That's really funny because I didn't remember it. So Oh, no, no, no. I, I did remember it this time. I was like, where have I seen that? I was like, did I get this far in the movie last time? <laughs> no, dude. Yeah, so I just remember. Or no, what was it? I think, um, I'll shout a little credit out. I think I was listening to something else, and the V-neck came up. And I mm. was like, well, I gotta see what they're talking about. And I looked it up and was like, my god, this thing is gorgeous. So, yeah, uh... That looked, it straight up looked like something from, like, H&M or something. But, yeah, absolutely. Or, like, um, Firm 21. Like, <laughs> like it, this thing nearly went to the belly button. I yeah. was like, my god. It was, it's like the perfect man's V-neck, dude. It was very, like, loose and just kind of hangs off you, but also, like... But this dude was also kind of cut, so... Well, that's the whole point, is it's to show that you're cut. Yeah, no, In no. a very sexy, but also very uh, tasteful way. Dude, tasteful. You're being... We're being fast, fast and loose with tasteful on this thing. No, no you, way. I gotta ask you, do you think that this thing was meant to be a comedic element in this movie? No. Oh, okay. I thought it was still, like, looked sexy and Because chill. he evolves from, like, almost a suit to, like, a regular sweater... To the deepest of fucking V's into a fucking Vietnam War like uh, uniform. Well, and the weird like number he did was really weird and unnecessary, and that's where I was like, uh, I wish this movie was a little more serious. But then it does cut back into some serious and scary stuff, and it's like, oh shit! It does kind of undercut some of the horror by like him buying all the cameras and setting up all the cameras, and it being kind of a joke about him opening the door and nothing being there. And the okay. second time he gets the jump scare from George or Harold. I don't necessarily have a problem with that. Um, I I liked the idea that he was like, okay, I've got to capture proof. Yeah, because I was and show somebody. Just physically attacked by a Yeah, monster. and the guy didn't believe him. And it's like, what else would you think that is? That monster, by the way, fuck. It had it all the faces scary. all over its neck and like, back. Right and... Oh, yeah, dude. It, it was, was cool. Scary. Which we get it <clears throat> You get to time. see it a couple times. And, and I love that because it's like, you get that one, you're like, oh, and then you're waiting for it to come back and you don't get it, but you get some other stuff and you're like, okay, some sure. variety. And then it comes back and you're like, oh, fuck yeah, dude. Totally. And then it gets harpooned and you're like, yes, dude. And well, like, you know. Yeah, that whole scene too with the harpooned 
the Harold's pretty much fucking useless, but he's there. <laughs> Yo, he sucks, dude. I know. But what do you expect? He's like a fucking, just a dude. I know. He's, he's a just a guy. He's a, he's a neighbor. A real goof. Um, now that monster I love. Can I wear this hat? I, yeah, dude. Kill it. <laughs> um, dude, I'm about to look like Alan Grant right now. You're about like to Garth look like Brooks. Uh, you look like Weird Al in the <laughs> Amish Paradise video. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, <laughs> fucking goals, dude. <laughs> the second monster, though, the like wife monster. Dude, that actually really got me the first time that showed up too. The oh, and when she pops back up in the cl- uh, oh wait, maybe that's where it is. The Sandy monster. That's her name is Sandy. Oh, that's funny. so. Um, the Sandy monster. Man, yeah. So it like freaked me out because I was like, whoa, because he shoots it and then it's like her again. And then there's like the uh, uh, Harold calls the cops. <laughs> yeah. Well, to be fair, he calls because because he's like, I think someone made a suicide attempt. Which. But I thought that was a wild, wild accusation. I don't know though. I mean, yeah, I agree too because I was like, why do you? Crazy. But I guess if he called the wife, <laughs> see, what I didn't realize is that he was. Well, I I guess I did, but I didn't think about it. That when he called Sandy. Uh, he was like, I think he's gonna hurt himself. I didn't really pick up on that. Which, but did, did you hear what he says to her? He says something odd. He sure. says he something, says like something's not right about him or something like that. He, right? she, he says something's off, and then she goes, "Oh," or he says, "She says I'm busy. I have something going on tomorrow." And he goes, "Oh, well, I guess don't worry about it. I'll just let you know if anything <laughs> bad happens." <laughs> and I was just like, "My God, like, Daryl!" Like guilting her. And yeah, like, dude. Um, wow, you you fucking careless bitch! And then the whole scene with the cops—it's funny because it's it's almost like um, all of the cliche like, oh, he's making it look so obvious that something's going on, but then like literally it's immediately dropped every single time because yeah. he's like standing by the door closing it and the cops don't give a fuck and they just like walk past him and he gets away with everything. Uh, yeah, yeah. They also don't leave with his rifle. Yeah, I they like really didn't give a shit. They totally just were like, whatever. But maybe it's that celebrity aspect, too. They're like, oh, shit, this guy's a celebrity. Which, I love that everybody knows this fucking author. Right? Like, like what he looks like. It's an author, everything. and it's like, yeah, how would you know? Um, like, I know what maybe, like, one author looks like, and it's Stephen King. Yeah? <laughs> no, two. I know what Chuck Palahniuk looks like. Uh, I I know a lo- what a lot of uh, comic writers and I was gonna say like. I do know so, what a lot of writers like look like but I mean it's the same thing they're authors right yeah I, actually some of them have put out books like Charles true. Soule true uh he he's put out books and he's putting out a book uh I think that him and Scott Snyder wrote oh. they're actually doing a comic together too for Image ooh uh and it's about uh it it, it it's cool it's political uh, we'll, I think you'd probably like we'll it. We'll talk about it. Um, I think that's cool because we both really like. Well, I at least really like one. You'd really like one. Right. Um, what do you think the books that this character writes are about? Oh, uh, do you have titles for me? Because I don't remember them. I, I don't, and I should have grabbed them. But it's it's you funny bitch. because he says he writes about his experiences. Uh-huh. But then the people, just based on the people buying the books, I'm like, well, it looks almost like he's writing these, like, horror Horror movies. Yeah, horror stories. This movie's interesting, man, because it's kind of a very on-the-nose, like, allegory for Vietnam to me. At least that's what it kind of seemed like, how Vietnam, like, fucked up the people that went there because of how, yeah. like, kind of fucked up it was of an experience. And, like, yeah. you know, Ben's a pretty ruthless character. 
I mean, he's kind of goofy at first because he's so over the top. But like, he's also. But he is a ruthless fucking character. He also protected the group though too. When the when the grenade came in, he noticed it. True. He said, "Get down." He pushed the guys out of the way. You could argue it's his fault that that happened though, because he was out he was there being making loud noise, and, trying yeah. to get their attention. Because he wants to kill him. Yeah. Uh, okay. For sure. So yeah, so, he kind of sucks. Um, but that's that. Isn't that kind of the whole point and everything, and how he like comes back? The so house yeah. uses him to come back, which I think that was actually really cool. It's. This is I'm gonna we're gonna kind of jump ahead because the movie does kind of linger on like him being scared and and then finally being like fuck I just gotta do it I just gotta get my son. So the Ben character and the reveal that he's like this ghost demon I have no idea how this is gonna cut together with that so we'll see. Um, <laughs> if if I didn't cut it then sorry. Um, uh, we're talking about Big Ben, right? When he comes yeah, back. Yeah, so the whole Ben monster idea is like really interesting to me because there's the reveal that Roger, the Ben gets shot and goes down and basically said like asks Roger to kill him, to put him out of his misery. This yeah. is in Viet- Vietnam. Um, Nam. And Roger is a kind of a coward and can't do it. Wow. I although I'm. That's a hard thing to do, I'm hard-pressed to call him a coward, because, yeah, to take someone, especially someone that you've been spending, like, every fucking day with And for even someone long, you don't really like. This dude's it's still, still like, dude, I can't just fucking shoot you. Like, Right. So, you know, that scene was pretty tough. Um, and then he gets dragged away, and then, you know, the demon Big Ben monster, like, appears, in a, and he's like, you know, they tortured me for weeks. And it's like, fuck, that sucks. That's, like, such a heavy... Like, concept, and you know that that idea probably had to have been on Roger's mind. Mm. Because it's like, yeah, dude, that's a thing. Prisoner of War was, like, a thing that happened. And, uh, man, I don't know. So this movie's just got, like, an interesting, um, kind of, like, look at, like, Vietnam and how it affected those soldiers. Because I'm sure that that is a big part of coming back from something like that and being like, yeah, dude, I just kind of watched one of my friends get, like, blown up. And also did a lot of terrible shit that I don't really want to talk about. Yeah, like that's uh, and it's it's interesting that he wanted to write a book about it. Although maybe that's his way of like like finally coping with Letting it and getting it, it out. Yeah, uh, which is sad because he always has the writer's block, and then he has to think about it, and then that throws him into something where he's like, like, well, that was fucking shitty. Sure, you know. But this movie also um, has like this original way of. Doing the flashbacks and putting the stories it's, together and like having it's almost sun. like it's the house make because his aunt says this house is haunted like the when house, he says it'll trick it'll you. trick you like it tricked me right and then she kills herself yeah um which I love that scene too when she like yeah is just in there and he's like talking to her that was so good and then you see him like you know. I got. I'm gonna take some fucking Valium. Like, yeah. You know, like I got. I kept waiting for a fucking face to be on the other side of the mirror. Or Me something. too. But or then, like but then the, the reveal, door. the final reveal about how he gets um, to Ben, how he has to like break through the window. Yeah. I was like, fuck, that's cool, man. They've been yeah. alluding to this the whole movie, and I never, ever even thought that that was what they were gonna do. Yeah. I was thinking like, oh, it has to be open at a certain certain angle to see him or something, and he's like, nope, you're gonna break it and go through it. Yeah, that was very cool. Yeah. It's like, it, I, I love what this house is doing. Yeah. It's so cool. It's like, you can't really classify it. It's just this weird, it, I, 
I almost think it's more cosmic than anything. Well, I guess that's just supernatural. I think it is sort of like cosmic though, because we're talking about it, someone it's like it's like throwing things through dimension through and like just bringing things to reality that don't make sense and have no necessarily reason to necessary reason to be there. Well, that's why I you know I've said it about the monsters, but this is a very H.P. Lovecraft like story. Sure. Where it's this like crazy, much larger than like. The human idea of life, um, like haunting, but it's not really a haunting because it's not these ghosts. It's like these fucking monsters, these like beasts. And then also like he's being sucked through time and back into like one of the scariest times of his life, only to be haunted by one of the people from that time. You know, like yeah. it's kind of just this crazy thing. And like there's like literally a tentacle monster that tries to pull him through the fucking mirror the, when he far, first breaks it. Yeah. You know, and then all these hands are coming through and grabbing yeah. him. And that was so cool, too. And it's like, which it's kind of a bummer you don't see at least, like, two pairs of each one, kind of, to make it feel a little more. Although sure. it probably would have just been too much. But it's cool that they made a prop for, like, all these different kinds of hands and the tentacle. And the tentacle didn't look great coming in, but once it was, like, on him, it was cool and kind of, like, it was unbelievable. Good. Yeah. You know, like, I was like, oh, I that looks, like, real enough for me to, like, be like, oh, that's cool. Um, like I, I enjoyed it. I think the only actual effect in this movie that was like dated looking are the Hellbats. Yeah, that are kind that of was cool around. though. When it, doesn't it, like, he grabs the gun and it like spins it and shoots him, yeah. or shoots the the rope and he falls. Yeah, I honestly thought that was dope. I was like, this is kind of cool. Was, I don't know. It was just it's like cheesy, but it's kind of dope. Yeah, it was just like crazy. It's just kind of like. Why did... right. Then again, though, like you see some weird stuff. You see the Sandy monster, and then when he like uh, cuts her up, um, she's still like moving, which like yeah. that's not too often. That but, like, reminded me of Evil Dead a lot. Yeah, same. And but like I also just well, and they kind of like had this like kind of like dead eye kind of look ish. Yeah. Um, well, hers I think because it was like this monster version of another character. That's yeah. why it kind of had that. Um, but the fact that he's cutting it up and it's still alive and moving, that's so dead eye. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I thought she was really scary, especially that scene when she's he goes upstairs and then she's just there. That scared the shit out of me, dude. Yeah. Like, it just, it was a good jump scare. But it's, I, I think I liked it because, like, I would, I guess I was expecting a jump scare, but not like how they do them now. So, or I guess maybe it was more kind of like what, how they do them now. Or... Or what I would want. I, I don't know. I can't make up my mind. But I liked it. It was good. It was effective. It was effective. And I also was like, oh, that was good. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't like, it scared me. And I was like, well, that was lame, though. Or like, you know, sometimes you know it's coming, but it like still gets you. And you're like, nah. Well, sure. Well, but that's usually more of like, oh, you you startled me. Rather than scared me. As to where sure. I think in this movie, it was like, oh, that was actually like freaky. I didn't really yeah, expect that. Yeah, sure. Um, one thing we kind of, like, glossed over, there's this very weird, like, subplot that doesn't really go anywhere with, with the, the neighbor. And her the, son? The female neighbor and her son, yeah. Okay, I also hated how she just fucking barged in and was like, oh, so you're babysitting, cool. Dude, thanks. I was like, what it, in Ooh. the hell? Well, also, and then that's like, where they make it really goofy and he's like, hmm? But he what? also, like, yeah, he takes what? the kid he's into like, the... I guess? <laughs> but he also, like takes the kid into the bathroom when the the 
hand is on his back, and the kid's, like, screaming. I was like, well, he's like a pedophile now. Yeah. And then... That's all I could think of, too. And he's uh, like, oh, I just helped him. And yeah, I was like, no. Nope. Like, cool. No. Sorry. But what's also weird is, why the fuck did she just fucking go, like, swimming in his pool without talking to him? She says, like, oh, your aunt used to let me do this. I hope oh, you don't okay. I didn't... See, yeah. I had volume issues last night, so I didn't really no, pick I'm up on that. I'm here to fill you in, dude. You're good. Yeah. Um, but... Then the kid is, like, terrorized by these two little, like, <laughs> weird... They look like garbage pail kids. Yeah, kind of. And they, like, suck them up the... Uh, up the chimney. The chimney. And then there's, like, this child tug-of-war <laughs> in, in the Which chimney. I was like, dude, this kid's legs are, this like, in so half, much pain, man. probably. He's like... He's yeah! lifting a human man! Like, a full-grown man They should have had that happen. They should have ripped him in half. Dude, more child death in these movies! <laughs> No, um, I just mean that it would have been, like, so intense. No, and, dude, like, I'm for it. More child would... death, bro. <laughs> like, kill these fucking kids, like, man. I'm not... <laughs> uh, um, Fuck, dude. And this movie's already got kind of a child death. I mean, you don't know he's still alive till the fucking end. I, I apologize to all the parents. I'm not trying to say that... Oh, trigger warning, by the way. Yeah, I'm not trying to say that children need to die or anything i'm just i, I'm just, I like i am i'm saying kill the children <laughs> kill them first um open your movie with look to be honest if you want to make a film uh, open it with a child death we might have to do this now but when they when the clown in it when pennywise bites off that kid's arm in the in new, the new one Ooh, oh, yeah. that was a fucking power move that's what i'm dude. saying let's kill more kids um you know what, dude? If you if you request a movie and there's not a child death in it, I'm not watching it. Jesus Christ, dude. Um, okay, well, anyway. Someone's, like, calling child services on me. They're like, this guy has two kids, and he's, like, insisting on child death. Uh, anyways, it, it's just that it's very... Uh, with it being the prime example, it's extremely effective in, like, oh, my God, and it's horrific, and it's sad, and crazy. So it's effective, it's good. It's sad, but it's good. It, like, that's the whole point, is that you're trying to make it good, right? In this movie, I would have loved it, because then it's like, how do you explain that to mom? That's what I mean. Can you imagine him, like, he's fine! At the same time, uh, I kind of thought, like, maybe um, when he shot Sandy, that it was actually going to be her, and Me he too. was going to get in trouble. But then they don't do that, and you're like, oh, okay, I guess. But then they bring the monster back and it's like, okay, I guess that's fine. Yeah. I just didn't like the whole, like, chopping her up thing. Right. Uh, I was like, this is a little too They just That's where it starts getting goofy. And right. it's like, fuck, man, if they just kept this movie, like, serious all the way, it would have been, like, just like, holy shit, how was this? Like, how have I never seen this? Although, and, I'm going to counter your argument here with, at about... 35 minutes into this movie, we see him do a fucking knee slide on pavement out of his house. That's... Okay, to be fair, that's true. Like, that was fucking god-awful. I was like, what? what is and I agree. Now? And that is where... That's what I mean, is actually, that's where it starts getting goofy. Right. But that's... I don't know. It. That's the thing, is it keeps going from goofy to, like ser like, serious... And then goofy, and then serious, and then goofy, and then serious, and then goofy. And it was just like, okay. And then heartfelt at the very end. <laughs> Which was fine. Yeah. Um, but if it were just, like, serious all the way through, it would have been fucking killer. If it was goofy all the way through, it could have been good, too. If the comedy held up and it was, like, good. Um, 
That's the thing, though, is, like, all those goofy moments were so corny. You know what I did love, though? What? Is Roger using his belt to pull uh, <laughs> Ben down. I was like, this is, like, proto Pootie Tang. This is what this is. <laughs> proto Pootie Tang. Because he, like, swings that up around Ben's arm and, like, pulls him down. I was like, uh, yeah. Yeah, that was really dumb. Although he doesn't actually die. And the thing was, thing. I thought they were going to do the classic, like, the villain actually still grabs him right before the end and maybe someone else helps him or something. Uh, like, no, but he's just like, got him, I'm back. Like, yeah, he's just like, oh, fuck. Oh. But I will say with the effects, it looked, that scene was pretty damn good. Oh, no, absolutely. I agree. Because they, sh- you're seeing like an obvious like green screen or something, it's right? When he's hanging, when it shows him, whatever. Sure. Um, and so when he pulls him down, you see him pull him down from that, uh, from the other viewpoint, but then you also see it like after from that view of where you see him hanging over the green screen or blue screen mm-hmm. excuse me it's different and you see no i know i know okay. it, they still use the blue screen they do it's just different technology yeah um and you see the guy go down and hit the water and i was like whoa yeah i wonder how they exactly i they was did like that. that was good i wonder if it was like some sort of prop drop and they filmed it like yeah, it was the, it was just really good. But it was good. The overlay on it was really good. Okay, now, clean. when he gets on the roof of the house, was that legit? Like, was he really on the roof of a house? I want to say yes, because when he... At first, it looks like a set. It kind and of. And then, I was like, oh, maybe they just got a stunt guy. But I was like, it looks like him, though. When he's scaling down it, before he uh, climbs over the rails and gets back into the house, yeah, he legit looks fucking terrified. Yeah. So I was like, I think this is a real house. I think he's actually three stories up right now. Dude, I would have been like crawling like slowly. Because he kind of is at one point. But at the same time, it's like you're running away from this fucking huge demon. What do you do? True. And just, I mean, if you're not used to being on the roof, that's like a scary thing. Because you're like, what if I just fucking fall? And you don't. Yeah. Like, I've been on the roof. And like, sure, once you get used to it and you realize like, you're like, okay, I actually have like good balance here. Sure. But like, you still have to readjust yourself. The effect on that was really good. We were talking about the house. Three stories up. It looked like it would have been a real fall. And you're right, though. Yeah, you do kind of get your footing. I mean, once you've been up there for a second... But then again, dude, three stories. But he also doesn't have a chance to fucking catch his footing. Because he's he's in a hurry. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Okay. I do have a little bit of a gripe with this movie. And it's... um, They use the, like, Nightmare on Elm Street logic to get rid of the demon at the end, which is... I'm not afraid of you anymore. Yeah. And I was like, oh, really? But, whatever. I mean, it's not terrible. It's not the worst ending I've ever seen. I feel seen. like I, they, it could have been executed better, but I feel like what they were going for was cool because it was, like, him letting go of the guilt of, like, Vietnam. And it's like yeah. his demons were manifested into somebody he shared all that with and had, like, this terrible experience with. But it's also, like shadowing the person that was like a dick and yeah. like like kind of was a demon yeah. so it's it's but, pretty cool that they did that and it looked really good too except totally. when he talked <laughs> and you could tell that he's just wearing this weird mask thing right. and it doesn't quite like mellow like it's not really it doesn't really look that good definitely it should have been like two pieces with like maybe some sort of like latex or something to look like the jaws splitting um Thank you for bringing my horse back. Although, you know, that's what I mean, though, is I feel like this movie, you watch, like, him come back from Vietnam sort of, like, ruins his family. Yeah. 
his family like falls apart because of that. Yeah. And so that's what I mean is this movie is this sort of like um, like meta allegory on like Vietnam and how it affected these people and like I don't know it was weird because watching it I kind of got that at first and I was like oh wow are they like saying that at eighty six mm-hmm. um, and then I was like no way and then we got, I got to the end of the movie and I was like holy shit that's exactly kind of what they were doing and like oh I kind of I I mean as soon as you start seeing the Vietnam flashbacks I was like oh they're doing that. Sure. And it, I was like, that's really cool. And I've only ever seen one other movie really do this, um, where Vietnam is, like, the reason for the horror. And it is a horror film, too, and it's um, Jacob's Ladder. Uh, I, we're probably not going to do it for the podcast. Not but, a dick. But it uses this idea of, like, post-traumatic stress disorder and how it, like, affects this person's life and, like, kind of destroys them. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, you know, this movie does have the ultimate, like, it's okay, I've gotten past it now mm-hmm. you know which it works um i do want to know what the hell the missing person's case on this kid is going to look like when he just appears <laughs> in fucking fresh air like, what? Oh, and also it's like, like did he stay the same age yeah did he grow you know you can't really tell <laughs> also maybe it's only within like a year or something i was so gonna say it only looks notice. like it's been what does he say the cop says it's only been uh Two months, uh, something like that. It's some short period of time, or two years. I think it's two years because I was like, "That's not very long." Like to it's a long ass time just, for your kid to just be missing, though. No, it's not very long to like to have gotten over it by now. The the way people were kind of like talking to him in the movie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, I gotcha. I um, I thought you were saying the opposite. You're like, get over it, dude. It's been two years. God, dude, you can always have another one. Come on, bro. Uh, You're young enough. (laughs) So, this movie has three sequels. There are four house movies. Mm. I noticed that. It was funny. I was going through, um, I don't remember the main actor's name, Um, which he's been in some interesting stuff. Oh, really? Um, Uh, I don't recognize him from anything. No, I don't either, but he actually did some voice acting stuff that I thought was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. And he was, like, in, like, one episode of a lot of cool shows. Oh, sure. Um, I don't remember what any of them really were, but uh, it, it was it was pretty cool. Um, but, sh- fuck, I forgot where I was going with that. Um, well, yeah, so there's four of these movies. Oh, that's what I was going to say. Is I, I saw the fourth one, and I was like, oh, holy shit, when I was going through the movies he's been in. Um, and I was like, that's interesting. Now, I don't know how they're all connected, necessarily. Uh-huh. Um, I imagine they're all, like, way worse than this, though. I wanted to say that... Uh, William Cat, by the way, is the actor. That's Roger. Um... I wanted to say that they were all sort of like separate. Yeah. But But he's in all of them, isn't he? Or is he just in the fourth one? Well, he is in the fourth one. He's killed in a car accident and it's about his family. Uh you guys you guys are learning this with me right now, so it doesn't look like he's in the second one. So it looks like yeah, I'm right about that. That's what was weird. I was like I remember seeing the fourth one and the first one, but not like the other ones. So the second one is House Two, the second story. Now, what I want to <laughs> say, what I, I want to say happened is with um, three was they had another script and it sort of was 
they owned the properties to the oh, house name and they uh-huh. sort of just kind of put it in there uh-huh. because this is almost just an uh, an anthology type series sure which um at the time i mean it, well i guess late 70s we had uh, halloween was going to be that because only the first two halloween movies were going to have michael myers that's why Halloween three season of the witches has nothing to do with Michael Myers. Oh, okay. But it was not received well because they did two Michael Myers movies. And Everybody then expected a third, that. Not one. So they went back to it. Yeah. Um. Although, I think that you can maybe keep number three on a list for movies we're gonna do in the future. Sure, I'd be interested in seeing that. Um, I think I've seen Halloween two, but I'm not sure. I have, but. It's been a long time, and those movies. I feel like I have seen the first two. Um, Do you see the newest one? Oh yeah. Oh no 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 no! I'm sorry, I haven't. I I I thought you were talking about the um, the Robert. No 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 no! Zombie ones. (laughs) Robert Zombiezel. Um, Um, I've seen his movies. I haven't seen the newest one yet. I will be watching it soon. I believe it's on Prime. I really enjoyed it and thought it was good. I have heard a lot of really good things. I know that Danny McBride was on the writing team for it. I think that's kind of funny. So I guess yeah. I'm interested. Um, Which you would, uh, I will say that you wouldn't know. I don't, there's nothing that tells me like, oh yeah, I can see Danny McBride worked on this. Sure. Well, that's good. I mean, that's good to know. Um, that's what makes it interesting though. It's like, oh, whoa, what do you do? <laughs> right. Well, Did he just like toss some money in or something? I think or? that he... I just want my name up. I think he actually has been trying to get a little more serious into like horror because he's a big horror fan. That's, that's cool. I, I love think. that. I appreciate I'd love to see him in like a horror movie or even like maybe like a show like on HBO or something. No, sure. I'd love to see him. Uh, I mean, I'd love to see him in anything. Everything he's in, I think, I think he kills it. Have so. you seen Westbound and Down? Yeah. I've, I've, I've only seen like a few... Out, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, same. I've only seen like a couple episodes, but I'm like, this show's good. I'd probably watch it, mm. you know. But I, I would want I to watch it in the beginning. But yeah, yeah I would too. Um, so, what? Well, do you think that I liked this movie or not, Zach? Do you think this is a recommendation for me? Uh, you know, I can't tell. That's interesting. Okay, well, I can. I kind of feel the same way with with you. I don't know. So, out of what are we gonna rate this movie? Uh, I feel like there's a lot of different things in this one. Yeah, I and I want it to be good because I feel like it hasn't been good lately. Yeah, it's they've, been been, they've been kind of yeah. Um. Uh, it'll be out of uh shooting your ex-wife. So. <laughs> All right. Um. So out of ex-wife shots, uh, <laughs> shots at the ex-wife. How many shots at the ex-wife are you gonna take? For this movie um i think i'm gonna give it a three okay out of five shots at the wife and uh do you recommend this movie and why it's really hard to say because part of me wants to say yes for like all the really good parts but for all the chatter and the whole like comedy aspect if they just had like little comic relief parts I feel like this would have been like a solid movie. It would have been at least a four, and I would say definitely recommend. But it's hard to say because it's like kind of like somebody might think this movie is really lame, because um, part of me feels that way. But there's also like really awesome parts, so it's kind of like 
you know, I mean, I'm giving it a three. What I would say is, yes, I recommend it because you might be surprised and you might like end up loving this movie. And if you don't, oh well, whatever. What's you know, an hour and a half. Sure. Although honestly, this movie felt kind of long. I do but, agree with that. But I feel like um, just because of how they're like built and you know the formula or whatever they choose to do, um, I feel like a lot of '80s movies like are like that. If you've never seen them before, um, even if it's just an hour and a half long, it'll feel like it's like two hours. It was. It was a different cutting style for the editing. I actually just, thought the editing in this though was like pretty well done for the most part in in most scenes. Sure. And that's why I was like so into this movie and I was like, "Damn, this movie got really good." Like when you first see that monster, I was like, "Dude, this movie's going to be nuts." Yeah. And then you get that weird number where he's setting up all the cameras, which I I liked that for the most part until he like runs out and does the knee slide. Yeah, that was you're like what the hell? He should have done like a dolphin dive or something, like like he was waiting for an explosion or something. Sure. Or, like, maybe ran out and just, like, had a gun ready or something. Like, because he already saw this thing. Right. Um, but then, like, uh, but then there's, like, the cool part. It's, like, when you first see the Sandy monster and stuff, you're like, whoa, fuck. Like, oh, I was not expecting that. Because you're like, oh, he's going to get in trouble by the cops. He just shot his wife. And then that doesn't happen. And then the monster just comes back and the house fucks with him more. So, like, there's these cool parts of it. But then there's parts that are just, like man, I wish that was just written differently and they, or they did, you know, put more serious effort into this movie and, like, added to the story than, like, try to be funny because it wasn't funny. Yeah, I kind of agree with that because a lot of the, like, comedy stuff was more, like, kind of weird. It was, like, slapstick, kind of. Yeah, yeah, but that was very 80s, though. I mean, that's kind of what they did. I know, but that's what I mean is, like, all the serious parts were, like, so cool and then they just killed it with all these, like, like over the top goofy parts and they weren't even like goofy in that like it was just the neighbor like kind of saying something being like like crazy like in the verbs i can't help but compare it to that because it's so similar right in that way in the horror comedy aspect yeah and in the aspect that there's the neighbor that's like always in your business and like always around and saying all this shit and i feel like that's kind of what they were going for um maybe depending on when this came out um but uh yeah well you know i um i give this movie three and a half shots to the ex-wife okay um so like some of it just wings her kind of and i'm (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> just takes a little bit of meat off the bone, but she's good. She's gonna survive. It's a flesh wound. You're good. Um, this is a hard recommend for me. I really liked this movie. Like, I definitely recommend this movie. Um, I giving I'm giving it a three point five because of it is kind of like awkward in some of the stuff that they do with it. Um, like some of the comedy and stuff that you brought up. Um, I will say though, like. <laughs> Not in necessarily a like sexual way, but I did really enjoy the scene when he catches the neighbor just swimming in his pool. It just gets out. It is, but it's just because it was kind of like a like a a picker upper moment for this character. He's kind of like, "Whoa, hey, what's up?" And like, "Oh, cool!" Like, dude, she's just walking around in her bathing suit, and she seems like she's flirting with him, but then she just like pawns her kid on him to go out. 
They totally... it, does she go to work? She says she's going out. So. Right, that's what I thought. Um, Which was weird. Yeah, I don't know. But, so those, I mean, there's that, those aspects that kind of takes away from my score, but I actually really enjoyed this movie, and it's, this, it's so weird, man. The last two weeks, and this year, 19, uh, excuse me, 1986, had something in the air, because these last two movies, The Wraith and this, yeah. are two of the most original, um... Maybe not necessarily concepts, but executions yeah. of ideas that I've ever seen. And, like, well done enough that you're not really bored. And yeah. and nothing looks so bad that you're like, oh, okay, well. Um, yeah, I've never seen a movie really take this direction. And, and I like that it is constantly subverting your expectations. And then... Yeah. You know, he goes into this fucking, like... Uh, like another realm. Like another Exactly, dimension. this, like, hell realm. Through yeah. his fucking uh, bathroom cabinet uh, mirror. Yeah. You know, like, I've never seen anything like that. And, uh... I mean, this movie is right up my alley, ultimately. Like, with the way that it's same. put together. And I would so, say same. That's, and that's why when, uh... That's why I wanted to watch it and... But... Uh, well, I, I I didn't realize what movie you were talking about okay. until I started to watch it. I was like, oh wait, I I, I started watching this, and I was kind of like, man, I think this movie's gonna suck. And then you get that first monster that pops out of the closet, and I was like, this movie's good. Yeah, this exactly. is fucking good. Like I was like, man, this movie like at least deserves to be watched once. Like fuck, that's man, why. It's cool. And that's why I kind of went back. I was like, look, I'm giving it a three. I didn't hate it. Yeah. Um, I actually enjoyed probably like. 60, 50% of the movie, or maybe even 70% of the movie. Um, There were just some cheddar parts that should not have been in the movie, is how I feel. But, like, other than that, like, it was a great movie. You know, I'm not, I'm not in any way saying this is a perfect movie, but it's a damn entertaining movie. Yeah. It's Um, worth a watch, for sure. Now, I think I'm a real, I think I'm a real house head. I think I'm a real house head now. I'm gonna watch the, I'm gonna watch all the house movies. Yeah. Are you like a total horror head? Like I'm a, a, I'm a, a real ha- a real cinema? hellhound. Yeah. You know, go follow us on the Instagram. You guys are on Instagram, posting pictures of your beautiful selves. Go on our Instagram. It's W A W W T Pod. That's W A W W T Pod. And you know, you'll remember that because it stands for. Well, it stands for why are we watching this? Yeah. Um, and you can see us there. I'm, uh, purple and Zach's pink. Just a couple of perps and pinkies. But we're both yellow on the inside. <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. Peace, Peace bitches. bitches. <laughs> <laughs>